From our studios in Atlanta, this is CarBiz Today. And here now, Jim Fitzpatrick. Today we're joined by Mr. David Lewis, who's president and CEO of David Lewis & Associates, one of the nation's leading automotive sales training companies. Welcome to CBT News, David. Jim, thanks so much for having me. Sure, thanks for uh, joining us today. It's uh, I've got a question for you. What do you say to the dealers that are watching right now that say, you know, we don't really do a whole lot of sales training. Uh, you know, the, the customer now gets online, they do all of their shopping online, they look at the vehicle 13 different ways. By the time they get to our showroom, they already know what they want, they already know the price. There's just not a whole lot left for a trained salesperson to do. So therefore, we really don't spend a lot of time and money on sales training. What do you say to the dealer that's watching right now that feels that way? Um, fire your salespeople and set up kiosks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, if you're if you're going to spend all that money and you are convinced that the customer is actually making that purchasing decision online to that degree, then you don't need a sales force. Just set up kiosks or hire some kids out of college, pay them fifteen, twenty dollars an hour and let them show the car and go to the cashier and pay for it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like a big box retailer. Exactly. I mean, you can spend all this money to get the customer to come to your dealership. And that's what you're doing. Listen, over the years, we've learned to adapt to the customer. You know, years ago, we always said the customer had to adapt to us. Now we're adapting to them through their modes of shopping. And the internet is the key way to do it. Sure. But they're not making that final decision over the, over the internet. What they're doing is deciding what car they like. Now the question is, is who are they going to buy it from? Mm -hmm. Because Jim, you and I both know that I could get someone in the dealership but if they don't like that salesperson, they're not buying that car today. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And there's so many other questions that 90% of you know, today's car shoppers have once they hit the showroom. Even though they've been online, they've taken a look at it, they know the price, they read the stats on it, there's still a whole plethora of questions that, that usually car shoppers today are asking people that are in showrooms, right? Oh, absolutely. And keep in mind, the customer still wants to drive the car. They, they still want to be sold at this point. I mean, they don't want to be aggressively pressured, but they want to know that you still want to earn their business, that you still respect them as a customer. So when they come to the dealership, sure, they're coming for a specific car. Now, are they open-minded to looking at some other cars similar to that? Of course not. They might not have made their final decision on a color or a fabric or whatever. So they still want to look a little bit. They know what they want, might not know exactly what they want. Now we need a salesperson. Sure. And how many times have we found that somebody taking a, a look at the vehicle online, come to the showroom, they see the vehicle in real life, think, oh, I thought it was a lot bigger, I thought it was a lot smaller, or that I don't really like the way the car looks. You know, what else do you have in the category? I mean, most people that look at vehicles uh, don't actually take the vehicle that they looked at online home with them, right? And that's what's interesting, and you're right. You know, NADA has always said for years and years that 75% that of the people buy something different than when they came in looking for. Right. Now, I personally, for years, have had a hard time with that statistic. Yeah. But I think what they're saying to us is they're changing options, they're changing colors. It's not that defined thing. And, and what's interesting, Jim, is that when we go into the dealerships, and I hear this all the time from my trainers and in the stores, they say, how do we increase our grosses? You know, the customer comes in with an internet price on a specific car that we we're giving away to get them in the dealership. Right. Well, you got to change them into another car. Right. Not another style, but another option, another accessory. Add a few more accessories that they might want. The car they wanted didn't have a sunroof. Sell them on a sunroof. That will raise your grosses as well. We need salespeople to do that. 
Yeah, how many times have we seen somebody come in on a, on a four-door uh, vehicle and they leave in a pickup truck simply because one of the two, you know, saw uh, this pickup truck on the showroom floor and felt, I can't leave without it. This is great, you know. And uh, this will cover a multitude of different things that we need done and, and, uh, and then drive home in that vehicle. But what brought them in was just a four-door sedan or something. Oh, absolutely. And, and keep in mind, our salespeople are blowing these deals, too. I mean, I'll give you a great example. And I tell this a lot when I, when I, when I teach big, big seminars. A, a number of years ago, I took my daughter to buy a car. We knew exactly what she wanted. I mean, we had done, we were the typical customer. We narrowed it down. We went to the local dealership. The salesman started to approach us with a cigarette in his hand. Now, my daughter doesn't smoke, and she does not appreciate that. Not only that, my daughter is an environmentalist. She cares about the environment. This guy, when he was walking towards us, took a puff of the cigarette and then flicked it on the ground. And then he blew <laughs> the smoke out right before he got to her. Do you think we were going to buy a car from that salesperson? Yeah. Absolutely not. Right. We stayed 15, 20 minutes, and we got an exit strategy, and we left. Right. So we need, if we're going to invest the money in our BDCs, which I think you have to do, I, I fully agree, you have to be in this, in this arena. We've got to train our salespeople how to handle that customer when they come in. It is a totally different customer, Jim, than what they were 10, 15, 20 years ago. And these salespeople and managers need to be trained how to handle that environment. That's right. People, when they leave a dealership after taking delivery of a vehicle, they don't refer their friends back to the dealership or the website. They refer them back to the salesperson, right? Correct. And therein lies the need for the salesperson to be very well trained and, and, and on top of their game. You know, it goes back to the old thing, and you and I have talked about this and we've laughed about this. You get a dealer, he's spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in advertising, in, in, in e-leads, in a BDC department. And then he says, I just hired five new salespeople. Great, let's get them trained. And you get this comment. Well, let me see first how they work out before I decide to invest in them. <laughs> I, I mean, where's the logic coming from? The odds of them not succeeding are extremely remote unless we invest in them. Well, I'm afraid if I invest in them, they're going to quit or go someplace else. Listen, if you're a dealer or a general manager, the more you invest, the less likely they are to leave. That's right. And they're going to be more successful. A dealer told me that the only thing more expensive than hiring a salesperson and training them and then leaving is that you hire a salesperson, you don't train them, and they stay. <laughs> I was at a dealership last week. Average salesperson sells seven cars a month. And he wants to go to the next level, but he doesn't want to invest in them. He thinks it's all about his marketing, his advertising, his market. He's come up with a thousand different excuses, but it's not. It's the whole process. It's making sure that they're prepared to do the job properly. That's exactly right. Well, David, I appreciate you joining us on CBT once again and your show, Straight Talk with David Lewis, every Monday. For those of you that haven't watched it, jump on cbtnews.com and check it out. It's an awesome show, and it will give you tips just like this one. So thanks again, David. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Jim. CBT Automotive Network, the number one most watched network in retail automotive.